Welcome to the X's and Tea podcast, where we talk about X's and Tea with your hosts, Corey and Danny. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. We are so excited to have you here, like always. Thanks for tuning back in. Yes. Woo! <laughs> How's it been going, Corey? It's going. I started a new job. Hell yeah. We love that. It is. It's very exciting. I get to work from home. That's awesome. Which is nice. Which is and I don't have to talk to people. That's Corey's favorite That's part. That's my favorite thing of all. <laughs> I think why, is the podcast easier because like it's just the two of us and there's nobody else? Exactly. Nobody is actually here looking at me other than you. True. True. But we live together too, so you're always looking at me. <laughs> so it's not any different. So it's no offense to you guys or anything. We know you're listening. Um, some, sometimes we, we get a little like, introverted. A little shy. I'm the extrovert. I'm, I'm not shy. I'm very <laughs> introverted. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. Our new kind of, it's kind of within the same realm of your... Mm-hmm. Still veterinary. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I also made a career change. Yes. That was fun. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into that one. That's a whole other story. story. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, heads up, guys. I totally dumped Grey's Anatomy, by the way. Yeah. She was not a fan. I loved it until like season eight when I was like, this is just stupid now. It got dumb and they were like killing off characters (laughs) and the stories just started to be weird yeah and i was like i'm not into it anymore um i have since started the handmaid's tale and um is that what you were watching last night yeah okay oh wait are you talking about the movie i don't know what you were watching last night when i I was out here cooking last night we were watching a new movie called the prey okay it looked interesting yeah it's a new predator movie Hmm. it's so good if you haven't watched it and you have hulu watch pray it's so good i really enjoyed it i'll have to watch it It looked good whenever i was out there yeah looking we kept pausing it because your son was walking out and there was like really gory scenes i was like just pause it because you never know i was wondering what you guys were doing (laughs) i was like i don't know what they're doing but okay i just felt bad because i'd hate for him to walk out and then see some like like, guts all over there's some guy getting beheaded and stuff i was like no Uh, at least he went to bed shortly after right right Um, yeah, Handmaid's Tale. It's really good. It's really good. I would recommend if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. I'm up to season. Well, I I, I kind of skipped ahead because I get really impatient. Like I'll get really <laughs> into a show, and then eventually I'll just get like you have to know what's yeah, next. Yeah, I just I get just impatient. Yeah, so. there's all that filler stuff in between. You're like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Just tell me what's actually going on. Exactly. I don't care who's in love with who. <laughs> right. I care about the main point of the story right so i'm technically like at the beginning of season four but i've already watched like the last few episodes so i already know what happens but i'll probably go back through and rewatch it yeah (laughs) yeah so that's what we've been up to watching tv changing careers being awesome so today (laughs) we're here (laughs) we're here to go more in depth on this cult that I was talking about and mentioned in the previous episodes. So if you did not know, <laughs> this is my story about how I got involved in a cult. It's wild. It's I've s- heard some of it and wow. You, you just when he, looking back, I can't believe that I was ever so stupid. Right. But, like gullible. Yes. It's it, it's like getting sucked into a really toxic and abusive relationship. Right. Which we We've both, been there. Yeah, which we both know. <laughs> the red flags are there, but you just you brush them yeah. all away. You're like, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So this is this is the tale of how I got sucked into a multi level marketing cult. <laughs> dun dun dun. I feel uh, like we need some like Halloween music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically how it all starts is 
Uh, it all starts with a car crash, kind of. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the winter time. I had actually just had a car accident on thanks, like coming back from Thanksgiving. I went to Idaho and I was coming back. Idaho. And, <laughs> and I got <laughs> smashed by like a '90s suburban, Ooh. and I was driving. A, Those things were fucking tanks. Yeah, yeah. And I was driving my uh, Jeep Patriot at the time, Dang. 2007. Yep, that guy was super stern, super. Suburban. Wrong story. <laughs> <laughs> Subur- suburban is huge compared to your Patriot. Yes, it was huge and it smacked into my car. It was Dang. terrifying. Yeah. So a few months later, we had this big ice storm. It had to have been like January. What had happened was uh, some guy, my neighbor, witnessed somebody sideswipe my car. Oh and my they, God. And they were going to walk away. And so Sons of bitches. Yeah. He looked over and he talked to him and he told me that he said, hey, I know the owner of that car. I'm going to go get her right now. And they were like younger kids. They were around my age. Mm. And I walk out there and it's this dude. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I'm really nice. I'm like, hey, can you tell me what happened? Right. And he's like, well, I, you know, kind of sort of dinged your door. And and there was a (laughs) decent, like, there was some damage. Yeah. Right. And so I got his information. He told me, he's like, I'm not from here. I'm like, oh, okay. But he had like an Oregon ID. Mm -hmm. So I swapped information with him and I looked, I immediately went home and looked him up on Facebook. Yeah. Lo and behold, we have a mutual friend. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And this mutual friend is a guy that I went to middle school with and his name is Robert. We'll call him Robert. For reference real fast, every name that we talk about in this story, we have changed uh, because again, we don't know how litigious these people are. We're not trying to get sued, guys. We're not trying to get sued we're trying to tell a story and real experiences we're giving our opinion right and just everything that we can speak from experience well me specifically right um so robert is not his real name but we're gonna call him robert and i messaged him and i was like hey do you know this guy and he messaged me back almost instantly and was like yeah i know him and i was like oh where's he from because he said he's not from here and he's like, oh, he's from this other town not too far away. I was like, oh, no shit, huh? <laughs> so he just lied to you. He did, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, probably just wanted me to maybe, like, feel bad for him. I don't know. I've definitely been in those positions before, too, where you're just like, fuck. I'm right. not from here. Don't recognize me, you know? Or don't get me in trouble. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, like the panic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I'm talking to him, and we kind of reconnected. We Robert and I went to middle school together. Um, the only reason that, like, we weren't, like, friends, mm-hmm. but we had some of the same, like, mutual friends in different shared groups. Right. And Robert was just known as, like, this goofy guy, um, a guy who at our, like, high school football game, he, like, lifted up his shirt and did the truffle shuffle. And I think he... <laughs> I think he did it for like donations or I don't even remember why he did it, but he did it. And we reconnected and I was dating uh, Luke at the time. It was very, I don't know, it was organic, but somehow we kind of ended up just meeting up and hanging out. Mm -hmm. And we hung out at the mall and it was just the two of us. Um, I... I didn't know at the time that he had a girlfriend, but there was not by any means any sort of like, like there was no connection like that. It yeah. was just, wasn't just, like a romantic kind of thing. No, not at all. And this was normal for me because I had guy friends that I would hang right. out with. He would actually reverse back from this. So he actually would ha- come and get midnight pancakes with me and Luke. Luke loved breakfast foods. And so we would go get. I love breakfast food, but not at breakfast time. Like I love breakfast for dinner. <laughs> I'm just not like in the mornings. I don't even eat breakfast because I'm a shitty person and (laughs) I 
I just don't eat breakfast. Um, I don't like breakfast foods. Maybe uh, like breakfast it. burritos and maybe like like uh, French toast sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I hate pancakes. Mm. I am definitely waffles over pancakes. Oh, me sure. too. I prefer waffles for sure. But we would go. We would go get midnight pancakes. He would get pancakes. I would get like fries. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like breakfast foods. So, anyways, he would come with us. He would. He actually came out drinking with us once. Mm. We went to like this pizza place that uh, my other friend went to, uh, and. And myself, Robert, and and Luke, we were all went and we would get. And they had these mm-hmm. like buckets of alcohol. Oh, that was so good. Hell yeah! I was emotionally unstable as fuck though, so I probably <laughs> shouldn't have done that a few right? times. Like, yeah, yeah, it was bad. You're like that was not a good decision. Yeah, sorry to that friend and Luke. Can't apologize enough to y'all. But anyways, <laughs> back to Robert. So um, after this, I had started this new job, and I needed more business attire. This was my first office job. I needed some business casual clothes and just business attire in general. And he offered to go with me. While we're at the mall, he starts t- asking me about my future and shit. <laughs> You're like, whoa, it's not that deep. We're clothes shopping. <laughs> right, right. And, well, I mean, I just, I had just gotten out of my relation. Well, not just. It was like a year after I had been with uh, Kyle. And so it was very challenging for me because I wanted so much more. And I was fighting with my mom all the time. Like it was such a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. So when I was talking to him, those sorts of things would come out. And through this conversation, he just starts talking about the future and how, like, I said I wanted to go to college for law. And he was like, oh, but college isn't going to really get you anywhere. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> He's like, you're, you're going to spend all your money and time for eight years going to college? I was like, yeah. I mean, being an attorney sounds kind of dope. You right. Know? eight years of my life in school for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think that's a pretty okay trade-off. Yeah, yeah. So through this conversation he's like yeah i met these friends oh dear oh dear is right because that hold on to your butts hold the fuck on because <laughs> lord help me oh so anyway so he met these friends i was like oh dope what do they do and he's like well you know they they teach me stuff i was like oh, okay they teach you stuff do you have life coaches like are they life coaches is right. that what you got right and he's like well no and i was like okay well what do they do he's like oh well they buy stuff i was like he's like nike apple i was like what are you talking about like stocks and he's like, no, not stocks. I was like, what the hell are you talking about, my guy? <laughs> right. This, this doesn't make sense. You're like, I can't read your mind. No. And he was like, you know, they just really helped me get on the right path in my life. And they really showed me, you know, what kind of future I'm capable of having. Because he's And he went into his, what we would later find out is called his micro story. Yeah. So basically he told me how, you know, his life had been a little shitty or pretty shitty and how these people like kind of dug him out of a hole, helped him pay off some debt. And I was like, Oh dope. I'm actually debt free. So he ultimately like our conversation kind of ended after that. Mm -hmm. I I left and went my own way. And then he messaged me and was like, Hey, are you interested in meeting my friends? I was like, dude, I don't know. He's like, sounds sketchy. Yeah. And, and I kept saying no. And then eventually I was fighting with my mom one night and I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. I don't know what to do. And I'm talking to Robert about this. I'm just venting. Mm Because by this point, we're actually pretty good friends. Right. And he's like, I'm telling you, my friends can help you. I was like, all right, fine. I will meet with your friends. Okay. And he's like, actually, they have some time tonight. Do you have time? I'm like, tonight? I I mean, (laughs) so I asked my mom. I was like, hey, mom, would you mind babysitting? I have this meeting I need to go to. And she's like, what are you talking about meeting? I was like, well, my friend said he's got some friends that, you know, might be able to life coach me or something. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, don't get yourself in some sort of sex trafficking. I was like, "Uh, I won't because we were meeting at a hotel. Oh, dear. Yeah. So 
I go to this hotel and I meet with him. He's dressed up nicer than when we hang out, right? He's in mm-hmm. a business casual attire. And well, did you dress up too? Like, did you know? He told me to dress up more, you know, business casual, and I did. I listened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I know that when you go to a meeting like this and you're talking to who you perceive as these like higher level people, right? You know, you want to feel good about yourself. Yeah. So I go, and there's this really sweet looking little Asian lady mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and her name is Barbara we'll call her Barbara and they're sitting there at this table and she's shorter than me maybe like your height mm-hmm. she's just tiny and she comes up to me with this warm welcoming smile and introduces herself to me and we sat down in this meeting and she starts asking me questions about my future and I was like you know this is what I want to do I kind of treated it like a job interview yeah and she very much asked me questions like where do you see yourself in the next five years what are your goals for you and your children what motivates you um what are your career goals what do you do now and i'm answering her all these questions and i'm like this is kind of a lot of questions well it it was a lot and she was just asking would you do what the analogy that she (laughs) gave would you shovel horse manure with your bare hands for three years if it meant that you could get a cash flow of a million dollars a year after that i was like yeah hell yeah yeah give me the manure who wouldn't who wouldn't right and then she was like well it sounds like you're um results oriented not process oriented i was like oh i guess maybe yeah you're like sure whatever lady yeah yeah (laughs) and um so after this meeting was done they gave me this book to read called the go-giver oh god oh god yeah i didn't (laughs) notice i didn't know that was a red flag i was like okay cool and i took it pretty seriously i was like you know i'm desperate at this point i'm constantly arguing with my mother i'm in this relationship at the time that i just I felt secure in, Mm -hmm. but I was insecure. I was not okay. I knew that everything about my life was in shambles. Right. Because of Kyle. Mm Mm-hmm. And so... Fucking Kyle. Fucking shit up again. Seriously. He wasn't even fucking there. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I I go home and I start reading this book. And it's actually a good book. Mm -hmm. This is a book that I would recommend people to read. Because it just gives you valuable lessons and understandings. But this is not a book I would recommend reading if somebody's like, hey, read this book and you'll be successful. Right. Come to my meetings. It's not going to fix all your problems. No, don't do that. Um, But I think that in the right setting, it could have, you know, the proper lessons that you need. Yeah. So I go home and I start reading this book. I get a message from Robert maybe the next day. And he was like, hey, there's this big guy coming into town doing a, a business seminar talk. If you can finish that book by then, I can get you a seat into that room. Making it sound like seats fill up so fast. Right, yeah. And like, don't miss out. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm talking to my mom, and I'm and, and he's like, it's at 8 o'clock at night. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he does it at late at night to be conscientious of people and their jobs and their kids, and they do it when kids go to bed. I'm like, I guess that's nice of them, right? Right. So he gives me the address to this place, and I'm, I'm talking to my mom already. She agreed this, you know, it's okay. She yeah. babysat for me, and she was super nice about it. Mm-hmm. And I think for her, it was a way to see that I was trying to do something to, like, get out of her house. Mm-hmm. I mean, just on. Yeah. So she had no issues with it. So I pull up and it's a house. Red flag. Yes. <laughs> Did I recognize the red flag? No. Because when this guy started talking, he, he mentions like, we have this in a house so you don't have to pay for it. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Right. Right. So I mean, they told me it's business professional attire. I had to go on Pinterest to see what was what I owned that was business professional. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I feel like I looked really good compared to all the like other people who were in there who mm. were in the same kind of position as I was. Yeah. They were not. So I felt good. I was like, I look good. I right. think I'm going to impress, you know. So I walk in and Robert meets me 
and he reintroduces me to um, Barbara and her husband. I she talked about her husband, but he wasn't there yet. I think he had been in the mm. hospital oh. at this time. But I'm sitting in this room. There's a bunch of people with like business suits on, business dresses. Like, you didn't see, like, scruffy-looking people in right. this room, yeah. right? Unless they were newbies like me. So I'm sitting here. I'm, like, scanning the room. I'm, like, everyone's so happy here. Like, obnoxiously happy. Right. And Robert's introducing me to people. He's, like, hey, this is my friend Danny. Um, and I'd be, like, hi, nice to meet you. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. being sociable. Right. But it was weird, right? Everyone – and then, and then uh, eventually you have somebody who comes out and, like, introduces the speaker. So they have everybody sit down. Have you turn your cell phones off? Oh, wow. Um, and they have you, you, they ask you to, to bring like a notebook and a pen. Mm. So you're not looking like you're texting the whole time. Write notes. Write notes. Yes. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, if I want to make it in with these people, I got to take good notes and I have to repeat what I hear. Right. So I'm sitting there and this guy comes out. We'll call him Taylor. So Taylor comes out and he starts kind of this high energy speech. Right. And in this like whole talk, he's talking about his like life story. Right. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being three hours. Oh, my God. Three or four <laughs> hours, dude. I'm telling you. It was so he's a he was so long winded. OK. And this is the very first time I'm seeing it. And I'm struggling to stay awake. Yeah. And so he goes in and he's like, I got fired from all these jobs and I'm a, I was an introvert. And I'm like, oh, shit, if he can <laughs> become successful. And he was like a club owner. But it was like an underage club. It, oh. wasn't, it was like it was like 18 plus club or something oh, yeah. in, um, in the area that we're from. And um, I was talking about, you know, just his life before he got introduced to people who helped him. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yo, this sounds great. And he's like talking about all this shit that just makes sense. And I'm really into it, dude. I'm taking notes like crazy. <laughs> He's talking about like inflation rates and how your income will never reach its full potential mm -hmm. because you're going to make like, you know, you're going to make a, a quarter more a year, but inflation's going to go up and that quarter is going to mean nothing. And um, he's going on about like your dreams and how like because we work so many hours we, right we quote trade our time for dollars huge thing that they always said wow but it was just something like man wouldn't it be nice if i didn't have to trade time for dollars right i was like that sounds fucking great yeah like like I'm who doesn't want that right and i'm i'm scribbling notes like crazy and then he kind of goes into like this plan at the end right this is all he tells his whole life story which takes like three hours <laughs> And not even 20 minutes is he talking about what the actual thing is that he's talking about. Wow. And it still wasn't even very much information. Good okay? Lord. So he drew this picture, which I'm going to, we're going to post a picture of it because I drew out exactly what it is that he drew out. Yeah. It was drawn out for me so many times. Yeah. So check our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so check Instagram. You'll see that. Um, so he's drawing this out and I'm like, oh, I take my money. I go to the store. I get a product money gone right nothing mm -hmm. back but a product right that's normal right we go to like Safeway or whatever grocery store yeah and he's like but what if you take your money to you.com and you get the product and you get a kickback I was like I want a kickback <laughs> I want more money right and then he's like if you teach like six people to do this too boom there's your plan I was like dope that's it I'm in Right. I'm sold. Yeah. I fucking hate my job. I hate my life. What do I got to do? Is this the manure? I'm fucking scooping it because I need it out of my mom's house. Okay? Right. So I am psyched beyond. I, can f I can't I can even explain to you how excited I am. Right. 
And, and so, I found this whole magical new world, it seems like. Exactly. And so he finally finishes. Robert takes me up there to shake his hand. I'm like, shaking. I'm like, oh, my God. I just Like, meeting a celebrity. Yeah, he may as well. You know, like, he, he was a millionaire to me at that point. I was right. like, oh, my God. He's worth so much money. Right. Right. And so I go up and I talk to Taylor. And Taylor's like, keep going through the process. And you're going to hear that term a lot, the process. He's like, keep going through the process, plug in to Robert, um, and just keep keep going to meetings. Mm-hmm. Keep going to these. And he's explaining, like, you got to go to X amount more of these meetings before we decide we want to partner with you in business. You have to earn your partnership is what they talk mm-hmm. about. Oh, my Lord. Okay. So, <laughs> so I leave this meeting, which I was at, and t- I didn't get home until, like, 1 o'clock because it was on the other Holy side shit. of town. Yeah. Wow. It was on the other side of town. It took me 30 minutes to get home. And it, I was just elated. I was like, hell, yeah. Right. Have, and like, a new high right now. Absolutely. And so I'm thinking, like, how do I express this information? Because you want to tell everybody when you're so excited. Mm-hmm. Well, Robert said, don't tell anybody. Red like, flag. Yeah. Huge, again, I, <laughs> I just brushed it because... The way they explained it was like these people, they're they're not prepared for this information mm. and they you don't know how to explain it yet. Like you're going to scare them. Yes, exactly. So after this happens, we set up another meeting time and I sit down with Barbara and we actually I met at the hospital at this point because mm-hmm. her husband had I think he had an appendectomy or something, mm. but he had just been in the hospital for some like crazy stuff. And um, basically we got there and she's like, so how did you feel? I'm like, I loved it. This is everything I've ever wanted. I right. want to make a difference for people. And she's like, great. And then she starts talking to me like he during that time he was um, they would give us these like um, they're like almost like big brochures, mm. but they still did not have the business name on it, right? That's still nothing. That's so sketchy. But it has like the plan on it, mm-hmm. right? So I would set up another meeting to go to, and I would go to so many of these meetings. Dang. And there was actually what they called a, quote, major function mm-hmm. coming up. And tickets were like, I don't know, somewhere like between 150 to $200. Jesus. Yeah, because they were held at like the Memorial Coliseum. No. And they're like, oh, we the, the speakers don't get paid. It's just for the seating and the venue. I was like, okay, whatever. I've been to a concert. I'll pay that much, whatever. Right. And so they're, they basically spin it as like, this is a like a once in a lifetime event, you're gonna get to see multi-millionaires speak on stage. You're gonna be able to take this back to your job and you're gonna like do twice as better, like a, like twice as, you know, the best you've ever been right. right, at your job. And it's just very valuable information. I was like, dope, I wanna go. right. So I keep going to these meetings and then we get to one and they, they structure these meetings very carefully. Because they know who's going to give what information. Right. They don't introduce you to this person until you're at X step in the process. Oh. So it wasn't until my like sixth, no, fourth or fifth meeting in a big setting that I found out that this was Amway. And it was a group called the Worldwide Dream Builders. So I want to specify really quick. Disclaimer. (laughs) These are my experiences. I've changed names because, again, I don't know how litigious these people are. Not trying to get sued. I want to tell my story because I think they need to be exposed. But I also want to mention that I have no beef with the distribution company. Amway's a distribution company. There are many different training organizations that utilize them. I don't have beef with them. They just have products. What they didn't teach me, what Worldwide was teaching me. Worldwide is the cult itself mm-hmm. or what my I experience perceive as a cult. Yeah, yeah. Alleged, <laughs> alleged cult. I don't know. <laughs> but it, just my experience, it felt like a cult. 
So Oh, it totally sounds like one too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just want to let you guys know this is not about Amway itself. I would not personally use Amway as a distribution company. I don't believe in MLMs. I'm very anti-MLM these days. Um, so please do with not reason. Yeah, don't hit me up with your MLMs. If, it, if I got to recruit people to do what you do, I don't want to do it. Right. Respectfully. So all you stay at home moms. Right. No don't, sensey. Don't message us. No sensey. Don't message me with your. Hey, girl. Vitamins. I have a great opportunity for you. God. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> glad we got that over with. So I found out that that was the company that they were using. And then I remember one day I'm telling my dad that I have this event that I'm going to the next oh weekend. God. Oh, God. Your dad. Right. Yeah. And so he asks me, he's like, this sounds, he's like, is it Hemway? I was like, yeah, I think it is. I'm excited because I've never heard of it before. Yeah. I mean, anybody. You're like, hell yeah, it is. Right. Gen Xers, um, maybe boomers. Like these people have heard of it because it was like a soap company back in the day. Oh. And it's always been an MLM, right? And so my dad starts going into, uh, into me and he's like, don't. He's laying into me like, you don't go. Right. You do not go. But oh. does she listen? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I already, I like, and he's telling me about this guy. He called him Amway Al. He's like, Amway Al was always trying to get me into that stupid business. And he would sit me down and draw circles. And no. Oh, God. The oh, circles. God is right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, dad, I won't go. Hey, heard that this Amway thing is not good. And he's like, who told you that? I was like, my dad. And he's like, oh, your dad who still works a job. I was like, yeah, my dad who's, who works the same job for my entire life, actually. Right. And he made it sound like it was the worst thing in the world that my dad had worked the same job. Wow. And honest to God, dude. Again, Fuck you, Robert. Seriously, my dad, I cannot stress this enough at that point. I don't know how he ever put up with me <laughs> the way that I was. But, like, my dad's my hero. Like, I will never sit here and dog my... Like, my dad had worked from literally the ground up. Mm -hmm. He is the epitome of the American dream. Came to a different country at a young age. Didn't even speak the language. Right. And has worked to where he is today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So fuck those people. But anyway, so I'm like, well, yeah, my dad told me. And he's like, well, you already bought the ticket. Come check it out. If you hate it. Don't come back. Okay. That's cool. fair. Yep. So I'm preparing for this weekend. And it's at the Memorial Coliseum in Portland. And this is a big venue if you've never been there. And he's like, you need to get here. It, it, the event had been Friday night, Saturday, and then they would have a small portion, like a smaller portion on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So you'd meet up at this hotel. So this whole function, they called it family reunion. And Ew. it would be based on like the, the family part comes from. And I think I might not be explaining this correctly. So I apologize um, if you have been in this organization and, and it's different. But basically, from my understanding that the quote family comes from like your highest, like your diamond or the highest pin level mm. in like your uh, line of association. Got it. So or your line of sponsorship. So the it was this person's this high, high pin levels family reunion. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to say their names, um, but they're like the biggest pins in the industry. Right. So if you know who those people are, you know, if you know, you know. <laughs> so I went to this event and this is in 2016 when all this is happening. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm still traumatized from Kyle. I'm in this relationship with Luke. I don't think I had really talked to Luke about this whole thing yet. I mean, mm -hmm. I had, you know, been like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like he was my boyfriend. Right. Of course, I'm talking to him about it, but he was just coming. like, OK, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I went to this big function. I'm there on Friday night. We met at a hotel, which at this hotel lobby, you like getting all hyped up. You're seeing everybody. It's just it's it seems like a really cool environment. Right. And then you're getting to ask questions. They're like, have questions ready. Always ask questions. And then they would show you who are people you can ask questions mm -hmm. to. 
And those people are who they would consider to be trusted to answer questions. Basically, you could... Because they know what not to say. Exactly. (laughs) So you could not ask different pin levels different questions. So these are the different pin levels, and I'm going to name them off now. Um, So the first two are Eagle and Double Eagle. Those are Worldwide Dream Builder uh, recognitions, right? Those are how many people are in your business. The Eagle is six, the Double Eagle is 12. And that's just like recruiting 12 people and they're under you in your business, right? right? So the rest of them are Amway's pins. You got Platinum, Ruby, Emerald, Diamond, Diamond, Triple Diamond, Crown. Like it just goes on from there. right? Um, those are all like PV amounts. And then it goes into like how many platinum legs you have. And it's just a long process. But anyway, so you could not ask questions to anybody who was not an eagle or above. Hmm. And that means if you were not an eagle or above, you could not answer questions. Oh. And that was like grilled into us. You don't answer questions. If somebody new comes up to you and asks a question, you direct them back to who brought them here. Wow. Yep. So I take that very seriously. So we're at this hotel. Right, you're like not trying to get in trouble. No, exactly. So we go to this hotel and you're you're basically told that all these people in there are millionaires. And we start asking questions. I'm just vibing, dude. I'm so happy. I'm like, I haven't been around this many people. I'm an extrovert. I love people. Right. And it was like fun. And everybody seems so like genuinely happy to be like be there. Yeah. So you just you're like when you're in that room, you kind of like you feel like if there's so many people here and they're all so happy, what's so wrong with it? Right. So I go to this huge event. It's Friday night, Saturday. Friday night lasted, dude. They tell you if you're dedicated, you're staying as until the last. Like you're the, They say be the first person there, last person to leave. They always Dang. said that. So I was there until like 2 in the morning. Or not even 2 in the morning. I apologize. I was there until 11. And then I had to wake up and be there in line at 4 the next morning. Holy cow. Because that's what time Robert would get there. Because you're at the Memorial Coliseum, you're vying for these spot, these seats, and you want to get the best seats possible. Right. And so we would get there really early and then wait in line and then go find your spots. When wow. it, at that point, I was still in, quote, what's called the process. Basically, this is what they called an interview process. They would see how dedicated you were to the business mm-hmm. and if they wanted to, quote, partner with you. Honestly, they just wanted to make sure you were going to show up. Right. Realistically, I can't, I, I don't think that there was anybody that I knew of who, like, they told no. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when I was in this, quote, process, Robert was nice. He was like, hey, you don't have to come that early. But I'm like, I'm dedicated, dude. Right. I don't want you to tell me I'm not getting an offer from you. Right. Right. So I go, I'm there. We're not, we don't leave this place, dude, because then you go back to the hotel in the lobbies and in the business rooms and everything mm-hmm. to ask more questions. Oh, wow. We did not leave until one in the morning. And then and again, you had to be back by four. I had to be back at the same time tomorrow morning, or the, tomorrow morning. And then boom, like the last day and it ended up five. Jeez. Yeah. And then they would have a, what they called a huddle afterwards and they mm-hmm. would meet up together, kind of digest the information. And then they would do a chant and send off. Right. Did you say a chant? Yeah, eventually they had to stop doing it because they were told that it sounded culty. <laughs> and it did. Hmm. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after this major function, I was like, I'm sold. If this Coliseum is so full, packed full, what's wrong? You know? Right. All these people are saying that they're successful. They've made money. I want to be like that. And mm-hmm. I'm a motivated person. I will work hard. I'll do what I got to do. The manure, right? Right. So I set up this meeting with the lady and we had planned out and mapped out my starting the business. Mm-hmm. I was 
quote, earning an offer. One thing I forgot to mention during this that was a huge red flag was during this function that I went to, I got lost going from the Memorial Coliseum to the hotel. Mm. And I called my good friend, who we have permission to use her name, who was in a relationship with Robert at the time. Her name is Jess. Mm, I called Jess for information. At this point, Jess is not in the business. She is just the girlfriend of Robert. Mm -hmm. But I really connected with her. So I called her for directions to the hotel, and Robert flipped out. Robert was like, that is not who brought you here. I brought you here. You only communicate with me. I was like, yes, sir. Sorry about that. What the fuck? Yeah, and I had brought that up at my next... Uh, meeting because then after that I would just meet with Barbara and John Mm -hmm. John was her husband and I would just meet with them from then on out um, by myself and I would talk to them about this and then I started like telling them like hey this is how Robert was being and they ultimately told me like hey if Robert doesn't extend you an offer we will I was like dope I'm in this no matter what wow yeah Yeah, but Robert wasn't stupid he wanted somebody like me yeah because I was so fucking willing to do whatever the hell they asked me to do. If they right. said jump, I said, how high? <laughs> right. How many times? What yeah. do you need? So I finished this event and then I start telling my significant other about it. I'm like, dude, you got to come. Like, you have to come with me. This is awesome. So I start bringing him through, quote, the process, right? Mm-hmm. And he would basically be sponsored by me, who was sponsored by Robert. Okay. And so my process was almost finished, but then I had to get my appendix removed. And I was out of the game for a while. Mm. So they ended up pushing back my being sponsored. But we were still able to, like, go to meetings and stuff. And then I finally launched my business in November. And (laughs) after we went, me and Luke went to this big major function together. I think we argued afterwards. (laughs) Something happened because I was unstable. Again, I will blame myself. I was very unstable. And these people, they made you feel like if your significant other was not all in, that's not the person for you. Right. And this guy, Luke, was not all in. He didn't want the same things as me. Right. And so by December, January of the next year, we were already broken up. He saw the red flags before you did. No, he did not. Oh. Nope. Because later plot on. twist. Plot twist. Um, so we would have these. So I would launch my business, right? And everything changes. I will. We'll get back to, to that. But okay. anyway, so with, your, <laughs> with this comes new obligations you know the ins and outs now you know what the terms are and you know what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. so then your trainings start changing so not only do you call so these these business meetings that i was going to as a quote person in the process those were called board plans and they called them board plans because they had a whiteboard and they would draw out the quote the plan right right so these were meetings specifically for new people but they encouraged everybody to go because you need to quote get around the association Mm -hmm. so they set up a they set up a calendar you had to go to taylor you had to go to two of his a month right and then you had to go to um i think john had one at the time you had to go to john's and then there was this other guy who was like above taylor but like taylor was more successful than him but he Mm. like came in you had to go to one of his and like there was just all these people wow and it ended up being that you had to go to like seven six or seven different events right Mm -hmm. because then you had like regional rallies too they would hold those at hotels and you'd have to pay like 10 bucks for those um, but it's like an all-day event. You're there early in the morning. Again, right. you get there super early, so you get a good spot. Um, and then you would um, just be there all day. They would have a training session at first, which is just for IBOs. An IBO is an independent business owner, and that's when you're sponsored into business. Got it. So they would have those. It'd be a training session in the beginning, and then they would have a board plan at the second half, and that's where you're supposed to bring guests. 
your ultimate goal is to bring a guest at every single one of these. And then you would have those major functions I told you about, there's four, one a quarter. Then they also had goals that you had to meet. And if you were bringing new people, they could quote plug you in to a different speaker what the heck but then you would have like council sessions in between these people were your whole life they'd say we're not your mom or your dad but don't listen to your mom or your dad because your mom okay yeah because unless your parents are in the business they don't know what they're talking about and they're going to give you bad advice are you they would say are you going to ask somebody who's been married twice for marriage advice i mean respectfully my dad has been married three times his third marriage is the one like i love my stepmom and i would a hundred percent over and over and over again go to my dad for advice Mm -hmm. during this time i did not i didn't trust my dad this was out of time because he was not so much of a fan in the beginning nope he never was i don't blame him oh he was never a fan in fact me and my dad would always argue about it i go to his house we talk about it and he would ultimately like end up being like don't talk about this in my house Okay, (laughs) so you're like, all right, moving on. Yeah. So they had just this. And then you would go to training sessions where they were specifically for your leg of business. And you would learn things like things like what they called core change or remain employed. Oh, wow. Is what that means. And there were like, I don't remember how many steps to core, but it was basically you had to buy the products. So they would sit down and do a budget with you to make sure that you could afford to buy whatever your PV amount was. A single person was 200 and a couple was 300 PV. 200 PV is $600. What the fuck? $600 a month, dude. That's That's expensive by myself. And I was paying for full-time childcare at the time and rent. You're like, where do you want me to pull this out of my ass? That's why they sit down and do a budget with you. They're like, well, you're actually spending all this money over here and you could reallocate it to your business. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, you're not going to shop at Walmart anymore. You're not going to buy your shampoo here. You're going to buy it at your business, your store is how they So you'll get the kickback. Yep. And that kickback, dude, was maybe like 20 bucks. $600 $600 you'd spend, you get 20 bucks back. Fuck that. Yeah. It'd be cheaper to go to Walmart. Oh, and hell yeah, it was. You could buy all that stuff with that 20 bucks. Right. Uh, and they would tell you, like, the products are better. The products are better. And, and again, with respect to the distribution company, they do have some fantastic products. I would personally not buy them anymore, but I have no complaints with them. Right. But it's how this association was teaching us how to work the system, basically. Right. And... They would, so you had to use your own products is what they called it, right? And then you had to read, uh, fifth, I think, 30 minutes a day, 15 to 30 minutes a day of a, a book on their specific book list. They had to approve this book list. Otherwise, it didn't count. You can read other books, but the only ones that count for your being core is that book on the book list. Wow. You'd have to listen to one hour of an audio on their audio list, which were these big major functions were recorded and it was those. <laughs> oh, wow. You hear pretty much the same talk over and over and over again, just different stories because different people, right? Right. And you had to talk to, I don't know, I you had to talk to as many people a day, but you had to try to do what they called dropping the message, which was asking a person, hey, are you looking, or do you keep your options open? <laughs> hey, you do you hate your life or what? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like, it's so intimidating to go up and talk to people about this. Yeah. They make you feel like you're so excited. You want to share this with everybody. But deep down, you know, like, man, this is embarrassing. Right. You deep down know it, but you push that embarrassment aside because they try to get you to believe. They increase your belief. That is they, so great. They say, borrow my belief. When you're dropping the message, imagine all of us behind you. Right. Right. <laughs> 
It was so, yeah. So a lot of the times, most people coming to these functions, I mean, I've heard of like doctors and lawyers and teachers coming, but a lot of the times it was like gas attendants, grocery store employees, people Mm, that like average people, average people, because respectfully, I'm not going to go up to my doctor and be like, hey, so you're a doctor. You went to 10 years of school. (laughs) You keep your options open. (laughs) You want to change your life? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, <laughs> and they would tell you like, oh, you should be so comfortable. You have this in, you have, uh, they called it worldwide millionaire university. You've got this in your basket. I don't think that they want, they can't turn that down. If they don't, they're not the one, right? Like, like it was just crazy. So through this time, I'm like sucked. I'm sucked in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I changed my whole life for this whole business. And the first like year I was in the business, it felt fantastic. Mm-hmm. They actually I mean, some of my takeaways had helped me get a better job. Some, you know. Yeah, you did learn some good stuff. Yeah, I learned some really valuable lessons as far as like Especially what types of books. Especially when it came to like jobs and stuff. Yeah. Like interviewing and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm fantastic at interviewing. And it's not, it's a genuine thing. Like I'm mm-hmm. genuine when I talk. I love talking to people. Like they would challenge us to like go out, just say hi to 10 people. And then after you say hi, ask how are you to just 10 random people a day. Mm-hmm. And like how to start conversations. And then that's why now I can't not go somewhere and talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is I feel a lot better now about talking to people because I don't have some ulterior motive. Right. You're just doing it just to be nice. Yeah. But then they would ask you to talk about things. I don't remember the acronym, but you'd ask about like their family life. You'd ask them about their motivation. You'd ask them about like themselves, you know stuff like that mm-hmm. and then that's what again i don't remember the acronym but they gave us like an acronym it was like something something and then motivation Interesting. and then drop the message right so a lot of the times people said no but there were people who said yes wow there were people who said and it was shocking so i started being, You're like, wow cool okay <laughs> right i started being the one to start bringing guests to these board plans right and i was effing thrilled and my quote upline is what they call it my upline robert you could tell that there was some jealousy there he always claimed that he wasn't but he totally was and the hardest part about it too is when i started talking to people my upline above robert which were um barbara and john Mm -hmm. they were always so busy that these people would just drop out so quickly because i couldn't get in their calendar right Mm -hmm. wow yeah so it was rocky but the first year was pretty cool i i have to say like it was yeah. fun i did a lot of fun things they had these like incentives but this is where they get really manipulative mm. right so they had incentives and in these incentives you had to meet a certain pv amount which means you're buying what they called your ditto and that's like your automatic renewal shipment every month oh okay that's your products right and you had to hit 200 pv and they would know if you didn't if you did not hit 200 PV, you're not in the qualification anymore. So you have to spend that money. You also had to talk to X amount of people. They would print out these sheets. They'd give it to you. You'd have to write down everybody that you talked to. And they'd have wow. like, yeah, for, they do it during holiday season because they would say there's, the holiday is one day. Stop calling it holidays. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of Scrooges. Yeah. And they would encourage you to even do this on the holidays. Like, Don't take a day off. Never take a day off. You were not allowed a day off. Fuck that. I mean, they didn't hold a gun to your head and say, you do can't. it. Yeah, but they manipulate you into if you don't do this every single day. Like, you're a failure. You you're are a piece a, of shit. Yes. And I would stay up 
late hours. I mean, I would, if it was midnight and I hadn't talked to anybody yet, I'm driving to 7-Eleven, dude. I'm driving to three 7-Elevens if I have to, to talk to people. Wow. Yeah. I was freaking dedicated. Yeah. And I hate how much time I put into it. Right. Because I was so excited about it. Yeah. I loved it. It really made me, but it really broke me Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Because, you know, you get into these events and, and you'd get to like, for example, Taylor, his wife had gotten him a new Maserati and oh, they wow. let us sit in the Maserati. I have pictures of me in this Maserati <laughs> thinking I'm the shit. Right. Like, yeah, I'm going to get this. Or I have a, a picture as well with Taylor's wife's um, St. Laurent bag. Mm. That was nothing I'd ever thought I would ever touch in my life. Right. So holding that was like, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the cool. angels are coming over you. Right. But it, again, the manipulation So we would have trainings called nuts and bolts, right? And these meetings are where they really got you. Those are where they told you how to be a robot. They tell you how to dress. The name is Fanine. How not, yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) How not to dress, right? So um, men would wear business suits. Mm -hmm. They were encouraged to buy like navy blue suits so they could change the undershirt and not look like they were wearing the same suit every day. Women were encouraged to wear business skirts, business dresses. They would tell you not to dress like a damn hoochie. (laughs) Like anything that's too low cut, they would say is very inappropriate. You couldn't show your back. I remember having the shirt that I had to put a cover on because like it had, the back was a little too low. Oh wow. Yeah. And women had to wear heels. Ew. Flats were only encouraged to wear for major functions Mm -hmm. in between. Wow. Yeah. And they would teach you how to pack your bag for these major functions at these meetings. They would say you bring your flats to only wear them when you're walking around and it's in between and your feet get sore. That's the only wow. time. But every other meeting you're wearing high heels. Nope. They could not do that. They really stressed edification and duplication. So you have to quote edify your upline, right? You have to speak only good about them and you have to duplicate what they do. Right. If Taylor's wife is wearing something, I need to emulate that. And they would say, oh, but go to Goodwill. Like you don't have to break your budget, but like you'd feel bad going to like out in public and you're like mm-hmm. I, i'm wearing the same goodwill dress i've had like i have a little extra money i want to buy a new dress right but you would feel guilty about buying anything new wow anything new they would tell you you could only shop at the partner stores if you shopped anywhere that wasn't a partner store like it better be for something that you cannot find like fruits or vegetables everything else you need to buy wow to quote your business and i was that's like, wild yeah, I lost so much money just because also I didn't know where to go to talk to people. So they would tell you to shop with a purpose, which meant every store you go to talk to people, talk to people, talk to the other, talk to the employees, talk to the other customers. Right. Anybody you talk to. Danny them. still does that. I still do, but I <laughs> there's no ulterior motives behind it. I just right. really like people. Um, so and, and you'd have no reason to go out. So you would end up going out and being, OK, well, I can buy something there and then it's not weird. Right. But then they're like, don't do that. Exactly. Exactly. They're like, well, you're the one who went out of budget. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I think wow. there's, no, there's no pleasing you guys. <laughs> yeah, literally. There, it really is like a toxic relationship. It was. And also at these meetings, they would teach us the cardinal rules. There were like five cardinal rules, I think. There was don't mess with anyone's spouse, which is totally understandable. Yeah. Right? I mean, that should be like a rule of life. Yeah. No, no messing with someone's spouse. No messing with people's money. Again, they're like, don't That's borrow money. Fair. 
Um, don't so no cross lining was really the big one. So cross lining, if you don't know, is you have your upline, right? And then you have anybody that's below you. That's your downline. You have anybody else that's cross line. Mm. You we could have conversations with people at events because obviously there's tons of people. We're taught to talk to everybody. Right. But our conversations were very, very limited. Like we were not allowed to talk business other lines of association like we're not allowed to know what they're doing which funny story i did in fact break one of these rules one time before i knew and then my uh my sponsor robert would end up getting so mad at me for this like like genuinely pissed because i was like oh hey i work with a couple people who are in this and we were talking about it he's like you did what I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't like, know. I did know. not do that. But other lines of sponsorship were not spending as much as I was. And I felt betrayed. I was like, bro, I can barely afford this. If they're not doing this, why not? And then they'd, they'd pitch this idea that if you do this 200 PV and you duplicate that, you're going to have a better business than them. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So from then on, I just was very careful about what I'd say. Um, with also the rules, they say no, don't do anything for the first time without counseling upline first. So they would give examples like buying a car. You don't buy a car without permission, basically. And they say, we don't give you permission. We give you perspective. But you just never felt like you could do something without without asking first. Right. Which is sad because, like, it's your own money. Yeah. Like, I'm an adult. But yeah. They'd be like, but we're going to steer you in the right direction. Whatever. Right? So. It they was, just want to make sure that they're getting enough money. Oh, 100%. That's exactly what was going on. Yikes. <laughs> So they would, t- they would, you know, tell us that. And then there was this one called, you know, don't pass negative downline or cross line, which means you were not allowed to even make it sound like you had a bad day. They would teach us if you, if somebody asks you how your day is, fantastic. I'm having the best day. How's your day? That's exactly what we were taught. We wow. were told in those nuts and bolts trainings, that's how you have conversations with your cross line and your downline. Only your negative goes up line. Those are the people who's going to who are going to quote help you. And that's what leads me into like how I got sucked back in with Kyle mm-hmm. because of my quote upline. Right. And that's why someone like Jess, who didn't marry Robert until I think my second year in the business, mm-hmm. that she didn't know anything that was going on in my life. Wow. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap it up here. And we're going to definitely have a part two (laughs) because there's so much to continue on with. This is just, it's crazy. And maybe it doesn't sound as exciting to you, but it's just, how the hell could I have gotten sucked into that? Honestly. Yeah. It just kind of brings me back to like the whole like toxicity and just like toxic relationships aren't just a romantic relationship type like it goes it extends further than just romantic relationships oh absolutely so thanks everybody Corey. where can they follow us you guys can follow us on instagram at x's and t underscore podcast and tiktok as well at the same um handle perfecto we'll see you guys next time Bye. bye